Narcan. We like the hippie in here. Christian and King. Weekdays, noon to 3 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. And streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. What do you need? What do you want? Can I not just live here without having to occasionally deal with you animals? Now, here's Christian Arcan and Tom King. Hour number two here, Christian King. ESPN New Hampshire streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Streaming live on TuneIn as well. Uh, 2016. Has claimed, Carrie Fisher just passed away, by the way. Age 60, rest in peace. 2016 has taken David Bowie, Alan Rickman, Glenn Frey, Abe Vigoda. Glenn Fry. Fry, sorry. Uh, Justice Scalia, Boutros Boutros Golly, Nancy Reagan, Fife Dog from Tribe Called Quest, Gary Shandling, Patty Duke, Merle Haggard, Pearl Washington, Prince, Muhammad Ali, Gordie Howe, Pat Summit. Nate Thurmond, Gene Wilder, Arnold Palmer, Dennis Bird, Janet Reno, Leonard Cohen, Ralph Branca, Florence Henderson, Fidel Castro, John Glenn, Alan Thicke, Craig Sager, George Michael, Zsa Zsa Gabor, and Carrie Fisher. And there's probably a few others there. And I we, missed probably you know, a, another dozen. dozen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At least. Yep. Just those names. Dennis Bird was probably the the most tragic one because that was a car accident. He was that was not natural cause. I think all the, most of the others were natural causes or illness. Bird was a car accident. That's horrible. Sheesh. That's horrible. This year, man. Oh my God! Tell me about it. I mean, Sager. That was two weeks ago, right? Oh yeah. But Sager was yeah. I mean, like a lot of people have passed away since Craig Sager, and that was two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh no. Nope. It's kind of like, oh, it's the end of the year. Let's check out, you know? Yeah. Unbelievable. Mm. Really? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. 2016. Only got a couple days left. (laughs) But, my God. Oh, Buddy Ryan, too. I forgot about Buddy Ryan. Oh, yeah, that's right. He died. Yep. Jeez. Jose Fernandez. Uh, Yeah. There have been tons of other sports celebrities that have died. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Leon Russell, the singer. Tons, yeah. 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 Yep. Crazy. Anyways, um, Carrie Fisher, if you didn't heard, just passed away, uh, just announced a few minutes ago. So uh, rest in peace to uh, her and thoughts to her family and everybody else. I mean, just after, you know, George Michael, all this other stuff, it's just one after the other. Oh, I know. Every month there's been about, you know, five or six. Um, but that's, uh, we're not going <laughs> to be a downer all day with this, but yeah, that's, uh, that's something. Um, 603-883-9900 is your phone number. 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250 here on the program. Uh, it's Christian and King. We were going to, uh, let's, you want to do this right yeah, now? Let's do the picks. All right, let's get sure. into it. Let's get it done. It's pretty much a formality at this it's point. It's all over. It's all over. You can turn off the lights, but let's get to it one more time in... The National Football League. 
I was hoping for a huge comeback. I thought I could do it. Nine wins and cut the deficit to five or six going into the final week. But nothing doing. I had a good start Thursday night. Yeah. Philadelphia beat the Giants 24-19. Getting I thought that half. was a really bad omen for me because you've been picking against the Giants all, all year, year long. And that's why I built this big lead is mostly because of the Giants. Right. And then they turned on me, and I thought, uh-oh, this this could be bad. They should have won but, that game, too. But they I still would have lost for the spread, but still they should have won it. But. And then I gambled with the Jets. I said 16 and a half, rainy day. They could probably keep it somewhat close. Nope, didn't happen. 41-3, to three, they lose. Buffalo. Rex Ryan in his final game lets me down. Miami was getting three and a half, and they won 34-31. So you, you get two there. You're up two to one. But then the Cleveland Browns win their first game of the year. I knew they were going to win that game. I knew it. And they win it, and they go. They win 20-17. to They were getting six points, so we're tied at two. But then I just fell apart with Indianapolis and Seattle. The Indianapolis Colts. Fall apart at Oakland, even with Derek Carr out. They lose 33-25. They were getting three and a half. Not enough. I thought they were going to win that game outright. Seattle. They're just losing people. Yeah. They're limping into the playoffs. Mm. Arizona at Arizona beats them in Seattle. They were getting seven and a half. They win it outright 34-31. And you know what? That was one of the best games Russell Wilson's had all year. Yeah, and they still lose. It was probably his best game. 29 for 45, 350 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Wow. He got sacked six times, though. So I'm down 4-2. Then I go down 5-2. After Los Angeles, I figured they would play hard. They lose. They did, but they lost 22-20. 21 to San yep. Francisco, which was getting three and a half points. Colin Kaepernick with a heroic drive at the end of the How game. How about that, huh? Yeah. Otherwise, I would have won that game. Made me want to stand up and then sit down again. Yep. <laughs> so I'm down 5-2. Yeah. I didn't see any of these games. The only game I saw um, after was the uh, Houston game because I was down in, in, in Gillette most of the, the day doing work. So And then uh, New Orleans beat uh, Tampa Bay, which I thought, 31-24. That gives me a win. And then Houston. Cincinnati was only getting a point. I felt like what a close one, 12-11. Right. 12-10 was the final, but I get that, that one point. It took you 16 weeks, but you finally won. Yeah, exactly. Game. I know it. So, 5-4. to four. I am now down 15 with, well, 16 to play. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. So I'll, I'll let you do this. Yeah. I'll give you mine first, and you can just pick against me. Yeah, I'll probably do that. You'll have to do that, so I'll, I'll go first. All right. So it won't be, because I could just play defense if I wanted to. <laughs> right. So, yeah, this next week on Friday, or no? Is there uh, a Thursday no, game No, we'll week? have to do it. Uh, no, there, no, there is yeah. no Thursday game. So right. we'll do it uh, We'll do it this Thursday uh, the, in, uh, right around this same time. Oh, because yeah, we'll have I'll, to do it Thursday yeah. anyway because we don't have a show on Friday. Right, right. That is correct. Okay, there you have it, the National Football League. And that is it in week 16 of the National Football League. How much of last night's game did you catch, by the way? Caught a little bit of it. I caught a lot of the first half, you know, back and forth, up and down. And then, Great first half. And then, and then all of a sudden, Dallas just took it over. Dallas you know? did whatever they wanted. They in the did. In half. the second half, they just could just move the ball anywhere they wanted and to Stafford go. Stafford and the Lions. Oh, my God. Boy, I'll tell you. you know, that was that's... a great first half. 
Oh, it was a high-flying shootout in the first half. Yeah, it looked like Detroit was going to be able to match them point for point. Yeah. You know, and then Detroit just fell apart defensively. You know, I mean, they, they, uh, Dow, you know, they turned the ball over right away, didn't they, in the second half? Detroit turned the ball over, and Dallas get the ball back yeah. and score. So that, Five plays, they threw a pick, yeah. Right, and that, that hurts. So you, you turn the ball over against Dallas in Dallas, you're going to be in trouble. Yep. And that's, what exa- and that's exactly what happened. They, they were in scored trouble. on three plays. Then the next uh, series, Detroit, they got one first down, but that's all they could get. Uh, punted it away. Dallas scores again. The next drive, this is when Detroit had a chance to get back in it, but instead they got in the field goal range, missed the field goal. Uh, from 46 yards out, Prater missed it. And then Dallas scored again, and that was it. After yeah, that. once they got up two scores, yeah. you knew that was it. 35-21, I said, this game's over. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you're going to get Detroit-Green Bay for the division title on Sunday night. Yes, and that's going to be for the division title. And if the Redskins are able to beat the Giants, which Tom thinks they will easily, um, then... Winner in, loser out. Yeah. The winner of Which the I hope is, is going to make the playoffs. That would be a great game. You know? I don't think it's going to be a great game. No, I, mean, that I would think be Green a... Bay is going to mop the floor where, with that That team. game's in Detroit. I don't care where it is. I think Green Bay is going to slaughter okay. them. Have you seen what the Green Bay's been doing lately? Yeah, but they've been doing it against bad teams. So? You know? Detroit was a bad team in the second half of that game. Well, they were last night. But you know, if the Lions win that game. And it's not just bad teams. The Packers beat up the Seahawks. Oh, that's true, they too. They beat they them 38-10. to 10. Did they really? Yeah. yeah. They killed them. Where? Uh, in Green Bay. In Lambo? Still. Yeah, all right. Oh, that's right. I remember that. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, the Packers are all of a sudden on fire, huh? Yeah, they are. Someone called the fire department! <laughs> yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers has played his way right into the MVP discussion. Here we go again, the MVP stuff. I know it. You know, with Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr's probably out of it now. Carr's definitely you know. out of it. You know? Ryan, Rodgers, Brady, and I say Beckham. Beckham's that rounds it out for me. There. Probably, yeah. I don't see any reason to exclude Odell Beckham from that. Discussion. No, I don't either. But he's not in it for what I, whatever I can see. I haven't heard his name mentioned for it at all. But uh, if Detroit wins that game on Sunday night, and he's not going to win it either because he's probably not going to play much this week. Probably not. Beckham. If if Detroit wins that game Sunday night, that will be their first division title since nineteen ninety. Mm. They've made the playoffs, obviously. Right. But as a wild card every time. 1993, from what they said last night, will be their first division title. It seems almost too recent, doesn't it? Doesn't it, though? Yeah. I know. Well, no. (laughs) Not Not 93, that's right. Not really. You know? That's 20 years, 25, 24 years ago? 23 years ago? 23 years. Still seems like two. That's a long time to go without a division title. All right, Tom King, who was the head coach of the Detroit Lions in 1993? I'm going to say Wayne Fonts. That is correct. It is Wayne Fonts. How about that, huh? Very good, Tom. Nice job. Wayne Fonts. I wouldn't have guessed that with a million guesses. Yep. Nope. No, he's a good coach. He's a pretty excitable guy. Rodney Pete, Barry Sanders. Fonz, I think, is from around here. Uh, sure. Herman Moore. Herman Moore was really good. Yep. I think Herman Moore is one of the more underrated receivers yep. in the league. You know, like he was a really good player for those Lions teams. Um, yeah, wow. Fontes, you're right. That was nice. Wayne Fonts. Yep. Fonts. And then it was Bobby Ross. Yep. Marty Morningwig, Mariucci, Marinelli, Schwartz, and Caldwell. Did you watch Marinelli on the sidelines? For Dallas, try to walk uh, around. Oh, he could barely get around. He's really? Like, yeah, he walks like a duck. You know what I always right. enjoyed? Uh, Mad Dog Russo trying to pronounce that word, Marinelli. 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 <laughs> Let me tell you something about Marinelli. 
<laughs> That's a tough one for for old doggy. Yeah, uh, Marinelli. But yeah, there you go. Uh, 9900 is the phone number. Eight eight three. You know, that's not as many head coaches as I would have thought in Detroit. You know, actually, yeah, I you know? would have thought it was a little more. Right, exactly. Since Fonts, right, in the nineties there. You know, I think they thought they had you know hit a home run with Mariucci, and that just never panned out. Well, if you want to include Dick Duran in the interim there, and when they fired uh, when they fired Bobby Ross, they brought in Gary Moeller. Oh, Moeller in the end of two thousand. Moeller, the former Michigan coach. Mm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They had quite a. They've had quite a cast of characters. So oh, these quarterbacks, holy crap! But you know, if Call, I mean, Caldwell's won two out of three years with them. Yeah, well, you know, he's won two out of three. He's, he's had a winning record two out of three years. True, they were eleven and five in the first year. Right, you last know, last year was seven and nine. Right, and this year they'll be somewhere in between. They'll and be that's after and losing and nine their nine best seven. player. You know, I mean, that's no kidding, there's something to know? be said for that. He's done a good job there. I wouldn't. I would you know, agree. You know, the only thing is, is their defense just hasn't been very good. Yeah. You know? It, yeah, true. Their defense hasn't been good. They couldn't stop the Giants when they absolutely had to, and then they couldn't stop Dallas at all. You know, so that's and they're not going to stop Aaron Rodgers. No, yeah, you probably. They, right. The Lions' best hope is that the Redskins lose. Yeah, that Kirk Cousins pulls a hamstring or something. That's I think the Lions' only chance of getting in is if Washington loses. You know, you're I don't think they stand a chance against Green Bay. And all you're playing for that night is home field. Does Tampa Bay have a chance to get in if Green Bay loses? Tampa Bay is finished. They're done, huh? Yeah, they're done. Uh, That's it. The only teams competing now that are still that are still in it. Tampa's eight and seven. Are Washington, Green Bay, and Detroit? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, yeah, Tampa's eight and seven, but they could go nine and seven. They lose tiebreaker with Green Bay. I guess so. Let me see here. I think they do lose that, but you know, I mean, if Washington wins, it doesn't matter because they'd be nine, six, and one. Let's see, I was wondering if Tampa still had a still had a flicker of hope. Hmm. And I don't know if they do or not. I feel like they shouldn't. At eight and seven. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just looking at the potential. But the potential, yeah, right. The uh, potential record of nine and seven. I mean, the Redskins are eight, six, and one. They're only a half a game ahead of Tampa. So I mean, the Redskins lose that game Sunday. They're out of it completely. So, you know, that's, you know, that'll be it. That'll be done. I mean, what do you do if you're the Giants? I mean, I I don't think, I just don't think they're going to play their their top people in the second half. I think they're going to, you know, Eli will start the game. He'll play a few series, but I don't think that they're going to, you know, because the game has meaning. I think they may. Okay, I'm sorry. The the Buccaneers are still alive. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I thought The Buccaneers can get in if they win, the Redskins tie. The Packers lose. The Titans, Colts, Cowboys, and 49ers win. <laughs> Titans, Colts, Cowboys, and 49ers. What does that matter? It just matters. Dallas is playing Philadelphia. Well, what was that? That's not going to matter. This is what it says on, on Pro Football Talk. The only route for the play, into the playoffs for the Bucks is a win coupled with, and the, Reds, and the Buccaneers are playing, who are they playing? Uh, let's see. They got the Panthers. Okay. At home. All right. So they have to beat the Panthers. Yeah. Coupled with a Redskins tie. Oh. A Packers loss. And wins by the Titans. Oh, what? what? Tennessee's playing. Titans shouldn't matter. Titans are playing Houston. That doesn't matter. Yeah, why does that matter? That doesn't matter. That's all wrong. 
What, whatever they're saying there, that's completely wrong. Absolutely wrong. And the Redskins don't need to tie. If the Redskins lose, then the Buccaneers win. The Reds, Buccaneers finish ahead of them. Maybe I'm missing something here. Oh, well, the AFC games don't matter for them. <laughs> Doesn't make that's, that's no that's not right. Doesn't make any sense. So I mean, I mean, I could figure it out. This myself. is written by Josh Alper. Okay, yeah, well, he talks about the NFC. The Falcons will be the second seed in the conference with a win. Yes. They could also get the number two spot with a tie and a Seahawks loss or tie. Right. A Seahawks loss coupled with a Lions loss or tie and a Seahawks tie coupled with a Lions loss. And a Partridge interference. Right. The Seahawks could leapfrog the Falcons with a win while Atlanta loses or ties against the Saints. They'd also be number two if they tie. The Falcons lose and the Packers-Lions game ends in a tie, which isn't going to happen, but... Uh, the Lions win the NFC North by beating the Packers, and they can get a first-round bye if the Falcons lose and the Seahawks lose or tie. True. They can Ten lose. You're yeah. right. They can lose to the Packers and make the playoffs if the Redskins lose or tie against the Giants. We were just talking about that. Right, right. The Packers, they're the division champs if they win or tie, yep. and they're in the playoffs with the Redskins' <laughs> loss. Right. They could also make it if the Redskins tie, the Buccaneers win, and at least one of the Eagles, Jaguars, Seahawks, or Texans win. Jaguars and Texans don't matter. Yes, it does. Why? Strength of victory. No, That's no. why. Yes, it does. It matters. Overall in the NFL? Yeah, strength of victory tiebreaker. That's why it matters to the Buccaneers. I don't I don't get that at all. That matters. That's a tiebreaker. No, but tiebreaker for, for what? They're in the NFC. It doesn't matter. Not against them. Not with the Texans. But if they played the Texans that year. And that then the Texans' record matters. Oh, I see what the you strength mean. of schedule. Oh, I see. Oh, that's so what they're talking about. So they played them already. That was confusing, but yes, that's what so it they is. They played them already. All right. So Tampa's They've already not, played them. Tampa's not going to win. Probably not. No, there's too many things happening. Oh, I see. For okay. Tampa to win, that's what it is. That's For Tampa why. to win, all the right. Titans, Colts, Cowboys, and Niners all have to win to make their strength of schedule, schedule good better. Schedule better, right? And I the see. Bucks okay. would have to win. The Redskins would have to tie, and the Packers would have to lose. All right. Okay. So, yeah, yeah they, they they have a slimmer of a, they're but they're toast. not going to win. Yeah, yeah, they're toast. It's not happening. No, it's not happening for the Bucks. They came close. They, they in Tennessee. Yeah, came close in their respective conferences, but not happening now. So, indeed. Yep. Six zero three eight eight three ninety nine hundred. Your phone number eight eight three. 9900. Quick break. We'll be back after this year on Christian and King. Give these guys a call at 603-883-9900. It's ESPN New Hampshire. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. This is Laura Remillard with ESPN New Hampshire Student Athlete of the Month of November with Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North. How are you? Thank you so much. You broke Nashua North's high school lacrosse goal record as a junior. So that was obviously a really special game. We were playing against Merrimack. Definitely a really great game and it was really exciting, but I couldn't have done it without my teammates helping me out and getting the ball and feeding it to me and their support and my coaches' support. What's your favorite thing about playing lacrosse. So I love getting the ball and transitioning it from whether it be defense to offense, getting it from the draw and just like sprinting down as fast as I can and getting it to my team. I really like the teamwork and effort. On here I'm seeing some volunteer work at the Nashua Soup Kitchen. Yep, I'm involved a lot in like within my school and like sports in my community. Nashua Soup Kitchen's one. I'm also vice president of National Honor Society. I'm a leader in the Titan Connections. I'm a leader in Team Titan. I'm officially the secretary of the class of 2017. And where are you looking at going to school, Gabby? 
I'm actually committed to play um, lacrosse at UNH. What is your inspiration to go above and beyond? My parents have always been there to support me and to believe in me, and I think that has really helped me become like the athlete I am and always reach for the stars and to go with all my heart, push to be the athlete and the person I am. So they definitely inspire me so much. That was Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North, Apple Therapy's Student Athlete of the Month. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located at Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Map out an adventure your whole family will always remember. Disney on Ice presents Passport to Adventure. Journey across the African plains with Simba, Timon, and Pumbaa. Fly off to Neverland with Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Explore the underwater world of Ariel, Flounder, and Sebastian. And trek through Arendelle with Anna, Elsa, and Olaf from Disney's Frozen. The journey begins in your hometown. Playing January 26th through 29th at SNHU Arena in Manchester. Tickets are on sale now. Visit DisneyOnIce.com today. Cam Rogers. According to the Cleveland Plain dealer, coaches are forced to teach RG3, or I'll say refresh his mind on, these three mechanics. One, plant your back foot, then throw. Two, get down, then slide. Three, throw the ball away, don't take needless hits from the defense. Those are three things that coaches are focusing on. Rather than focusing on the playbook and improving the offense, they have to pretty much reteach these basic components to Robert Griffin III. Saturday at 4 on ESPN New Hampshire. ADT presents what to consider when considering home security. An ADT sign is more than a sign. It's a line in the sand. On one side, your family. On the other, an uncertain world. For over 140 years, more people have chosen ADT to help prevent crime than anyone else. Get ADT starting at just $28.99 a month. Tested, trusted, proven ADT. With 36-month contract for licensing in terms and conditions, visit ADT.com. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. You've never done anything so hard in your life. You don't understand how you can finish. It takes inner strength and desire to become a Marine. When I, I finished, I was like, I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. Outdoor Almanac, brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal. When many people think of wildlife in New Hampshire, most don't get past deer, bear, moose, turkey, coyote, fox, and fisher. Oh yeah, maybe a skunk. But on the 25th anniversary of the non-game and endangered wildlife program, they probably should. There are so many other critters that are residents of the state that are part of the outdoor landscape that we see and often take for granted. They deserve another look. As John Cantor, coordinator of Fish and Games Non-Game and Endangered Wildlife Program, said so eloquently, quote, when nature is thrown off course, we have a responsibility to help it get back on track. Knowing how much the people of New Hampshire care about their wildlife and wild places, I can't help but think that the future looks bright, unquote. We should all hope that John's optimism will be realized because history is full of examples of after years of turning a blind eye to wildlife issues when it was too late. Societies would say, oops, that's not a word we need to use. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. From Laconia to Boston, the seacoast to Fitchburg, this is 1250 Manchester.
ESPN New Hampshire. is the phone number 883-9900 you can text in at 845-827-1250 here it's christian and king espn new hampshire about to open up the text board here Ooh, that'll be interesting i know i wonder how the acre uh the acres brother who's a uh, big raiders fan is taking the loss of Derek carr The Acres brother says, hey, Arkan, sorry you lost your job as a security guard for the Chargers. Did you see that video? <laughs> no, no. I guess he went not. What, what did the security guard do? Something really stupid? I didn't, um, I didn't see it. I've never seen it. It wasn't. He didn't hurt anybody. Oh, that's good. But he certainly uh, made some people a little, I don't know, I would say uncomfortable. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Uh, and it was in San Diego, too, which makes this song all the more appropriate. This happened last week. But uh, a very astute... A very astute uh, fan caught a video of a security guard on the field, Charger security guard, whacking it. I mean, he was, there's no other way. And he was doing it through his pants. You know, he had his hand in his pocket. And then they panned over, and the cheerleaders were like 10 feet away from him. I mean, right. They were they were right there. And there's 30,000 people. I mean, what is it, you know? Well, next year they'll be in L.A., so it won't matter. True. Well, he could go there all by himself. Hopefully, this guy won't be. Uh, he won't be going there. I'll t- tell you that yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, San Diego. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so that happened. That happened last week, though. Yeah. I wonder um, if he'll get fired, McCoy. I wonder. I doubt he it. Should. Uh, he should. Yeah. They haven't. Yeah. They haven't done anything since the year they made the playoffs when Rays is what second or third year there. I think. Yeah. Texter in the uh, 603 says, uh, watched the Celtics-Knicks game, saw a Christmas miracle. Carmelo Anthony recorded an assist in the third quarter. Yeah, I didn't see that game at all. I didn't see any of it. I saw maybe a few minutes early, and that was it. Yeah. Oh, that was just, I mean, Knicks aren't, Knicks definitely don't pass it enough. There's no question about it. hmm You know, but, um, you know, they'll just have to, <laughs> you got to try to beat somebody good. So, I don't know, though. The NBA is just so, ugh. Houston is the most... They're the best story, I think, of the season right now. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? I like to you know, Dan Tony and then Harden the way Harden's playing. Harden's playing at an MVP level right now. They would be the team. I mean, they would be the 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 not the team to do it to win it, but I mean, they would be a team that everybody could you know kind of watch or enjoy. You know, and, and just watch Harden. Yeah. So. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. I mean, this whole. Winter sports see these winter sports seasons. <laughs> I mean, the Bruins tonight are going up against Hottest possibly the, the best team in the NHL. Hottest for sure, yeah. I mean, Columbus is on, out of their minds. Killing it. They are. Yeah. Only, I mean, I said it. Remember last week? I, I mentioned it that they only lost five games all year. Yeah. They They're, won twelve in a row. Yes. <laughs> John Tortorella. <laughs> yeah. You know. Strikes it rich with Columbus. Mm-hmm. Columbus. I know. Good Lord. 
Look at the way they're doing it, too. I mean, it's just, you know, I remember the Bruins opened the season there. And everybody goes, ah, Columbus, you know. Bruins beat them twice this year. Yeah, I know. They, opened, they beat them opening night. They may have been the last time they lost. I don't mm-hmm. know. Let's see what happens tonight. That'll be an interesting barometer for the Bruins to beat them there. Yeah. You know? Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks put Marion Hosa on injured reserve, which got me to say I didn't know Marion Hosa still played. I know. He's 37. I thought he was older than that. I Remember he was, like he was the hot shot free agent? Yeah. 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 Um, mm. But that'll be a good barometer for the Bruins tonight. You'd think, yeah. You know, see where they are. You know, see if they can do something. Go unbeaten against this team. It's kicking everyone's ass. Right. Uh, you know, it's funny with the Bruins. What you Dave, what Dave. You never know what to expect from You that. never do, first of all. You yeah, never you have any idea. Know. You have no clue. And that goes back to the very beginning of the season. I mean, we had expectations for what back this team to two was. two or three years. Maybe, yeah. But, it, it, yeah, okay, that's probably It really true. does. Yeah. You just don't know what to expect from them. I'd say ever since the last lockout. Mm. They've come back. You just don't know. You, you just can't tell. You cannot tell. You know, it's it's weird. So you know, they go through a stretch where they can't score. Then they go through a stretch where they get away from the system and they can't stop anyone from scoring. And they lose at home to bad teams. Mm-hmm. They beat good teams on the road. It's you. You just can't tell. You know, yeah. really can't. It's true. <clears throat> That's why I think tonight in Columbus they have a real shot. A real shot to to beat them. To win or yeah, to, yeah. I think. <clears throat> I mean they've already beat them twice. I mean, yeah, exactly. They know you know they obviously match up well with them one way somehow some way. You know, and they're in you know, Columbus is an Eastern team, right? So they're they're going to see them again. Yes, they, they are. Could see them in the playoffs if they make it. Mm-hmm. You know? Boston right now is forty points. They're in third <laughs> place in the Atlantic. And if they were in the Metropolitan Division, they would be in one, two, three, four, fifth, right? fifth sixth place. Sixth, yeah. Behind so, Philadelphia. Right. The, the way it works in the NHL, in case you don't know, top, that, that place in your division means something. Your top three teams in your division make the playoffs automatically. Mm-hmm. And then the other two teams with the best record in the conference after the top three in each division will, make the, will be your wild card teams. Yeah. So now what's the winner class? Columbus has the most points in the, in the league. They have 50 points. Yeah, no, they're the best team in the NHL right yeah. now. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's better than Chicago, Minnesota, San Jose, everybody. And Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh yep. and Montreal, yeah. Right. So, no, well, Tortorello's on to something. I don't know what, but he's on to something. I know. He's got something going there. How does that happen? I, You know, I don't know. I mean, were they, I don't, did they, make, they didn't make the playoffs last year. He's coached year. better teams than this. He has. And they've done nothing. <laughs> they've co- he's coached more talented teams. He came in this. last year after a slow start. And basically, they were 500, I think, under him the rest of the year. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I, I can't really tell. But now, you know, now all of a sudden, they've caught lightning in a bottle. You know, and they're gonna, you know. So you know, Columbus gets in. Somebody else that didn't get in last year isn't gonna make. It. But they got in last year isn't gonna make. It, you know, mm-hmm. these teams that get in that could be in this year that weren't in last year. That means they're knocking somebody else out. So. Uh, Columbus is going to be one of those teams. Yeah. <coughs> Did you see? Uh, now the winter. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. The Winter Classic is—is is it Toronto, Detroit? Is that the game? Is that? Where's the Winter Classic this year? Good question. Uh, let me check the schedule. 
Um, that would be. I think it was uh, Maple Leafs, Red Wings. Detroit, Toronto. Yeah, that's what I thought. Ottawa, Washington, <laughs> and Philadelphia, Anaheim are all playing Those uh, are New Year's Day. Yeah, but the outdoor game is Toronto, Detroit. Yes. Yep. That's the 3 o'clock game. That's, yeah, that's the 3 right. o'clock game. It's, in uh, Toronto. In, Tor- in Toronto, right. Where it belongs. Yeah, exa- yeah, no doubt about it. You know, that's exactly <laughs> it. You know? Uh, Monday the 2nd, are they doing an outdoor game? Yeah, they're doing it on January 2. In St. Louis? It, is it in St. Louis? Chicago at St. Louis, that's the 1 o'clock game. Boston at New Jersey, Colorado at Vancouver at 10. It's got to be Chicago at St. Louis, right? I guess. Oh, is that the is that the outdoor game? I thought it was Toronto, Detroit. Huh. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do it on. That's the first. That's on New Year's Day. They're not gonna do it on. Uh, well, see, New Year's Day, the NFL's playing. They're no, not gonna... it's just no. It's just St. Louis. It's Blackhawks and Blues. That's the that's. The <laughs> that's game. the outdoor game. That's the on January two. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's not Toronto, Detroit. No. All right, Chicago, St. Louis. That's interesting. Yeah. Western Conference game, you know. Not original six with St. Louis, but still a team that's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be in St. Right? It's in St. Louis. It's a Bush Stadium, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right, there we go. Then there's probably an outdoor game somewhere else on the West Coast later on in, in the <coughs> in the wintertime. And there's always there's, uh, these other companies that, that sponsor it. There's two or three every year. I think there should just be one. Keep the, you know, maybe two, and that's it. Uh, the alumni game, Blackhawks and Blues. Yeah. Blues is stacked. Blues got Brodeur, uh, Cavallini, Gretzky, wow. Hull, Al McGinnis, wow. Adam Oates, Chris Pronger, Keith Kachuk, Pierre Turgeon, Brian Sutter, uh, and uh, Gary Unger and as the coaches. Go. Oh, you got to leave? Yes, I do. Well, then get the hell out of here. I know. Tom King has to I have go. my own winter classic to go. I thought you didn't weren't leaving until 2. No, I said 20 to 2. 20 to 2. Yeah. Funny how you keep adding yeah. 20 minutes onto these no, things. 2 o'clock is the game. You could take it to the break, you know. Uh, are we at the break almost? No, we've got another 60 seconds. Oh, 60 seconds? You can sit here and tick do a, be a tock, professional tick, for 60 tock, more seconds. Tick, tock, 59, 58, <laughs> 57. <laughs> oh, I have a perfect quote for this, but I can't find it. 56, 55. Oh, Where is it? 54, 53. It's more like 40 seconds now. Oh, no, 40, 39. You can leave in 40 38, seconds. 38, okay, 37, 36. Should be a good game, Al. North Sahigan against Dallas. I'd be looking forward to that one. What? Which one now? North Sahigan, I believe it's North Sahigan against Albert. All right. For the final yeah. 10 seconds that you have to be on here, Tom, I will just say this. By the Federal Communications Commission. Oh, let me start this over. <sighs> by the powers vested in me, by the Federal Communications Commission, I command you to get on the microphone in a serious manner and continue this broadcast. I'm here. And now I am gone. That was from Howard Stern, the Howard Stern movie. Oh, His father oh yells yes. at the DJ. Okay, all right. That's right. Well, yeah, because he was nuts. That was yeah, a great movie. He was. Yep. All right, Tom, get right. out of here. And we will see you on Thursday. I will see you Thursday. You will not be here tomorrow. I will not be here tomorrow. That's right. Uh, Tom King, adios. Uh, you got me for the next hour and 20 minutes or so. Quick break. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. It's Christian and King with just Christian here riding solo for the last uh, 90 minutes. By the powers vested in me, by the Federal Communications Commission, I command you to get on the microphone in a serious manner and continue this broadcast. You like what you hear? Now you can read it with daily blogs on ESPNNHradio.com. Is your business in search of commercial property? 
Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. 2016 Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament, Wednesday, December 28th through Friday the 30th at Nashua High School South. This year's event features girls and boys teams from Nashua South, Nashua North, Alvern, Salhegan, Milford, Goffstown, and Merrimack, along with special appearances from the famous Chick-fil-A Cows. Games start at 10 a.m. each day, and tickets are available at the door. The 2016 Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament, Wednesday, December 28th through Friday the 30th. More info at nhsportspage.com. It's the year-end holiday event going on now at North End Mazda in Lunenburg. From now until January 3rd, get 0% financing for 63 months on all 2016 Mazda vehicles in stock. Make no payments until March and get a $250 gift card just in time for the holidays. Like the new 2016 Mazda 3i, the new 2016 Mazda 6i, or the new 2016 Mazda CX-5. Over 350 vehicles in stock. You're one click away from great holiday savings at BuyNorthEndMazda.com. See dealer or go to BuyNorthEndMazda.com for details. Offer ends January 3rd. The Sports Blast, Saturday afternoons from 11 to 2, right here on ESPN, New Hampshire. Well, okay, Mr. <laughs> I don't want Chris Sale because I don't want to give up you on Mankata. Oh! Uh, that was before I saw Mankata in person, Happy and he holidays. struck out every single game of his career. Happy holidays. You didn't want to give up you on Mankata. I went back. You know, we're always saying we're going to pull the tape. We're going to pull the tape. I pulled the tape, and both of you guys did not want to give up you Play on Play the Mankata. audio, Brian. We don't actually we don't have it. it. Yeah, oh, we did. We did. <laughs> the Sports Blast, Saturday afternoons from 11 to 2, right here on ESPN, New Hampshire. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Physical fitness and physical activity is a family affair. Exercise as a family and enjoy the many indoor and outdoor venues New Hampshire has to offer you. Whether it's skating, skiing, the gym, or a good hike. A family that stays fit together experiences a healthy lifestyle together. This message is brought to you by NAFERD, New Hampshire Association for Health, Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance. Committed professionals working for you and a healthier New Hampshire. T-shirts, hoodies, and more are now available at ESPNNHradio.com. Get your gear today. Back here, Christian and King, 
King's out the door. I'm here, though. Take you up until 3 o'clock. Then it's Jimmy Murphy and the stretch run with Justin Sullivan that's coming your way at 3 o'clock. A funny little exchange took place. I want to say it was uh, yesterday. Shalise Manzi Young uh, put something up on Shutdown Corner about it. And I guess Mike Tomlin, I'm sorry, Terry Bradshaw, was a guest on Fox Sports 1's Speak for Yourself. Good title for a show. And uh, he was asked on the show if he thought Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, was an elite NFL head coach. Bradshaw responded, I don't think he's a great coach at all. He's a nice coach. To me, I've said this, I think he's a great cheerleader guy. On Sunday, the Steelers beat Baltimore in thrilling fashion on that play at the end of the game with Antonio Brown reaching across the goal line dramatically where the Ravens tried to stop. That was a great play. Scary play. Risky play, but a great play. Um, They win the division. Tomlin's been there since 06. Ten seasons, he's won the division seven times. Check that. Seven times he has uh, led Pittsburgh to the playoffs. His regular season record in those 10 years is 102-57. and 57. He has two AFC championships and one Super Bowl win. In his 10 years, he's never been below 500. Pretty good resume. I don't think that Mike Tomlin's a great coach either myself, but that's a good resume. Bradshaw's comments got back to the Steelers. And they stood up for Tomlin. David DeCastro, offensive lineman, said, we weren't happy about that. Hopefully this fires us up the rest of the way. I pulled up ESPN around 10 o'clock and said, what the hell is this? I don't get what the motivation is. Is it to get your name out there? What are you doing? I'm not sure Terry Bradshaw needs to get his name out there very much. I think they asked him an honest question, and he gave an honest answer. They just don't like it. Quarterback Ben Roethlisberger said, uh, like the Kansas song, Dust in the Wind. Very deep, Ben. And uh, Vince Williams went on Twitter and said, not bad for a cheerleader. Mike Tomlin was asked a question. And he said, I appreciate the support, but criticism and critiques are very much a part of our business. It's an element of our business that as a competitor, I embrace. The term great, that's something I have a lot of respect for. I certainly don't think that my resume to this point reads as great, but very few coaches' resumes read as that at this point. Guys like Belichick in New England probably can say that, Popovich in San Antonio. I think the rest of us are just working stiffs, to be quite honest with you. Now, that being said, terms like cheerleader guy, to me, fall outside the bounds of critique or criticism. They probably fall more towards the area of disrespect and unprofessional. But what do I know? I grew up a Dallas fan, particularly a Hollywood Henderson fan. Now, for you younger listeners out there, Hollywood Henderson was a player on the Cowboys in the 70s and 80s. Well, actually, not just the 70s, because then he was pretty much out of the league by the 80s. Um, He was part of the Dirty Dozen draft. And he was a pro bowler by his second year, I think. Really freaky good athlete. First linebacker, it was really fast. He ran like a 4-3. Helped get the Cowboys to three Super Bowls. Lawrence Taylor said, 
all my whole career, I wanted to play like Hollywood Henderson. Problem is, he did everything else like Hollywood Henderson, too. Um, before Super Bowl Eight, him and Bradshaw got into a pretty serious war of words. They started going back and forth at each other, sniping. They were on the cover of Time magazine together. But unlike Terry Bradshaw, Hollywood Henderson went way off the deep end. He was snorting cocaine from an, an inhaler that he had in his pants. He was found high on crack, lying down in his locker. He was later in life in the 80s arrested for smoking crack with two teenage girls in California and was also accused of threatening them with a gun and sexually assaulting one of them. He claimed that he gave them drugs in exchange for sex. Pled no contest to the charges in her treatment center, remained there for seven months. He's been clean and sober ever since then. And that's, you know, that's a nice redemption story. But uh, when Tomlin, Tomlin decides to name drop Hollywood Henderson, I was a Hollywood Henderson fan. Yeah, really? You proud of that? <laughs> proud of being a fan of the guy who was caught with the prostitutes and they're with the underage hooker? I mean, this guy was Lawrence Taylor before Lawrence Taylor. And I mean to a T, down to the underage prostitute. Lawrence Taylor did everything. He, he lived every aspect of his life, like Hollywood Henderson. And Mike Tomlin in the end talking about, I was a Hollywood Henderson fan. <laughs> I mean, that's a funny sort of retort since they had their beef or whatever. But, I mean, between Terry Bradshaw and what he's gone on, he's he's kind of this blowhard on, on TV now. Hollywood Henderson was a crackhead who got clean and sober after, after time, you know, and that's great that he did that. But, <laughs> you know, talking about I was a Henderson fan back in the day, okay, all right, that's fine. Uh, 603-883-9900, your phone number, 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I think, uh, are an interesting team this year. I think they're the only team in the playoffs that has a history with the Patriots involving any sort of resistance, if that makes any sense. And even some of the teams that are in there that you look at and think, okay, Here's here's a, a team that maybe under normal circumstances could have at least presented an unknown, uh, 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 a team that you don't really know what you're getting. I wouldn't have known what we were getting in a matchup against the Raiders. I don't know how the Patriots would match up against the Raiders with Derek Carr. The homer in me feels like they probably would have beaten them, but you don't know that. The Raiders were an interesting team this year. And I say they were because Matt McGloin is now their quarterback for the rest of the season. And Matt McGloin is, uh, I think, probably going to be a one and done here in the playoffs. Although we'll see what the Raiders do. I mean, they do have to play the Broncos in Denver. 
And if you want to get a nice quick crash course on what your backup quarterback looks like, throw him out there against Miller and Ware and, you know, and the rest of the Denver Broncos who missed the playoffs and probably want to just, you know, take out all their frustration on you and your backup quarterback who hasn't started a game since 2013 when he was a rookie. The Miami Dolphins lost their quarterback. And the Houston Texans benched their quarterback and brought in their backup, Tom Savage. So of the six AFC playoff teams, three of them are going with backup quarterbacks. Has that ever happened? Has there ever been three playoff teams that either by injury or by by choice are going with their backup quarterbacks in the, in the week 17 and then the playoffs? The Texans are the funniest one because that just shows you how pathetic the AFC South is. And the Titans, I know, had their little run, and they almost made it interesting, but no. That was that was a nice little story, and they upset a couple of teams. But every year somebody does that. They're just another 500 team hovering on the brink there in the South. The Colts, what a joke. That division's so bad that the team who won the division benched their quarterback in weeks in week 15. Benched their starter, who was their starter all year. They decided we just can't keep we can't keep playing with this guy. We're going to put in Tom Savage. Can you tell me another team that was a playoff team that was a division winner that benched their starter in week 15 not from injury, from just poor play? And it was the right move? And they still win the division? They're still going to the playoffs? I'm trying to, I just, I'm, I was racking my brain in the last break to try and think of a time that that's ever happened before. And I can't think of one. It's a playoff team. I feel like maybe it happened with the Texans last year, right? Hoyer and then Mallett and then back to Hoyer. But that wasn't at the very end of the season and. I feel like it wasn't quite the same as this. Hoyer and Mallett both suck, okay? Brock Osweiler was brought in here on a big contract. He was supposed to turn the, all your fortunes around. You finally had a quarterback that was competent. Nope. Same suckbag QB position that you had last year. Only this time you just added one guy. And now Tom Savage probably will you know, make, make the two there. But, yeah, there's a playoff team a division winner that benched their quarterback due to poor performance in Week 15, and he's not coming back. It's going to be the backup from here on out. At least the Raiders and the Dolphins can say, we were chugging along with our quarterback, having a great having great seasons, and then he went down. The Texans, well, we're better than the other ass-bag teams in our division, but we weren't really that good, so we benched the quarterback and we put in Savage and, you know, doesn't matter in the AFC South. But we're not expecting to do much in the playoffs, and they're not going to. Houston Texans are going to get beat in the first round. I think the Raiders will probably lose their first game. I don't know exactly who's going to play who, but I feel like the Patriots, Steelers, and Chiefs are two out of those three will be advancing for sure. And I say that knowing that the Chiefs are a very flawed team and the Steelers are a very flawed team. The Steelers can't stop anybody and the Chiefs can't score any points. 
The Patriots can score points and stop people. And you might say, well, Christian, they only did it against bad teams this year and backup quarterbacks and whatever. That's who's in the playoffs. Bad teams with backup quarterbacks. It's the same as the regular season. You can keep saying, well, you just wait. Patriots are going to meet that team, and it's going to, you know, it's just like they did with the Broncos last year. Everyone thought they were the best. Yeah, that's true. Broncos surprised them. The only team I think that's even capable of surprising them would be the Chiefs. That's the only team with a defense I think that's even in the ballpark. I don't think they can do it. But if there was one team that had at least the tools to give the Patriots a game, it'd be Kansas City. It's not Miami. It's not Houston. I would have said Oakland, but not with Matt McGloin as their quarterback. And I'm sorry, the Steelers? Steelers couldn't stop a runny nose. I do not fear them at all in a playoff game. Because you know it'll be a playoff game at Gillette Stadium. And you know Belichick's going to screw around with those headsets and Tomlin's going to blow a gasket. Going to take him right out of the game. If If I'm Belichick and I have to play Pittsburgh, I pour water on all the headsets. I have them crackling right in the beginning. This is me. I'm not saying Belichick's going to do this. I'm saying this is how I would do it. What are you going to do? Suspend? Take away another couple draft picks? Suspend Tom Brady for four games? Go ahead. You just did that, and we're about to win the Super Bowl. That's the other thing. Now that the Patriots have survived their awful punishment by last year, AFC Championship game, this year, This year, I think just getting to the AFC Championship game would be more of a disappointment than last year. This year's team, I think, is better than last year's team. And I also think that there's a little more involved. It's a little more personal because Brady missed a quarter of the season. So with all that, with all the slings and arrows of the million dollars and the two draft picks and four games without Tom Brady. Patriots are right back there on top of everything. If they lose a playoff game, if they lose before the Super Bowl, it will be considered a massive failure. (laughs) And maybe it shouldn't, but it will. And this is after getting caught, you know, for the second time. The only thing that's left would be for the league to somehow find the Patriots guilty of something that would mean a lifetime ban for Bill Belichick. That's the only way you're ever going to kill this team. That's the only way you're ever going to kill this dynasty. Brady either has to retire or they have to find some way to get Belichick gone forever. Because honestly, I think after Brady retires, Bill's going to stick around. And I think the Patriots are going to be as good as long as he's here. I don't think he'll retire when Brady does. I think he'll want to start building something else. He's been, he hasn't been building the team in a way that would suggest he's looking to just cash out at the end. He could have kept Jones and Collins and uh, you know all these guys here together. They could, he could have kept all them. He could have done what the Broncos tried to do there at the end for Peyton Manning. And the Broncos are still in pretty good shape. They missed the playoffs this year, but they're not. You know, it's not like they're spiraling out of control. But Belichick has built this team as though he's looking, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years down the road. And maybe that's just, you know, become his sort of team-building philosophy, but still. He doesn't strike me as someone who's trying to get everybody together, win one last championship, and then ride off into the sunset. 
He looks like he wants to keep this going for another 10 years. And as great as Tom Brady was and is and always will be, who's to say that the Patriots won't be a 10-11 win team after he retires? And their quarterback is, who the hell knows? <laughs> it's just funny to look at what the what the NFL intended to have happen, what they hoped would happen, and what's actually happened. Patriots win again. 603-883-9900, the phone number 883-9900. Quick break, we're back after this. Have you been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight? We'll put it off 